my point has always been that as long as there are enough of us out there doing this and enough people putting it in their own way, look, I'm not right about everything and I'm going to get things wrong and I'm going to say things in a way that's going to offend people or I'm going to turn some people off, whatever. But everyone out there putting it out in their own way is the only way forward. It's, it's this it's not in me. It's not in you. It's in all of us working together. And that is the real revolution that they're scared of, which is exactly why the YouTubes and Facebooks and Googles have been consolidated into these Internet behemoths that must be controlled. Because what they are really afraid of is us using the computing power and other technologies that really could help us to become the, the promise of the Internet and all of this. Uh, they, they desperately want to shut that down. You're listening to The Corbett Report. All right, this is the Gronowski of WeAreChange.org, joined today by the one and only James Corbett of The Corbett Report, a longtime fellow ally in independent media. I think that's one fair characteristic of explaining who you are. You've been in this kind of alternative independent media game just pretty much as long as I have, and James, I wanted to take this time that I have with you and to kind of not just get into this um, breaking news, headline, headline, uh, assault on, on people's consciousness. I wanted to take this moment with you and to kind of divulge into a bigger discussion about some of the bigger truths that are in society, but aren't really headline news. Uh, for me personally, uh, one of those is that we should never use uh, YouTube, Twitter, or Facebook as a metric to seeing what is popular or not because that is being manipulated. A second one would be that it's not as bad as the media makes it out to be. Those are two of my big personal truths. Do you agree or disagree? And, and simply throwing it into, throwing the ball into your court, what are your bigger truths that are not headline news that you think people should be aware of? I 1000% agree that we shouldn't trust those controlled outlets for their metrics. I maybe agree that things aren't as bad as the metrics uh, are broadcast to be, although it depends on what particular subject we're talking about. And the big truth that I have is that human nature is human nature and will never change, and most people don't really want truth. So <laughs> I don't know where you want to delve into that. How about we start with uh, topic number one? Yeah, Twitter. Facebook, Google, YouTube, we know these are controlled platforms, right? Yes, we all know that by now. Um, from an abundant wealth of information from any number of insiders and whistleblowers, let alone what we can see for, with our own eyes, and the absolute undeniable tweaking of algorithms that have gone on to throttle channels like yours and mine and others uh, in favor of the mainstream outlets. Surprise, surprise, it is being taken. It has already been taken over. And... Uh, corralled back into the system, um, exactly as we always knew it was. And as part of that, absolutely, the numbers are meaningless, garbage, internet point nonsense that make you, uh, if you if you actually try to run a channel on YouTube, for example, by chasing the imaginary internet points that they, they dole out to you, you would go insane. Or you would just start becoming an absolute chill sellout in order to chase those points, which is why I don't even look at the YouTube numbers. I don't read the YouTube comments. I don't participate in that platform at all, other than to reach out into the matrix and hopefully grab a few people out of it. Um, and it's getting harder and harder to do that, isn't it? 
Yeah, yeah, that, that's a great analogy. They're kind of like Chuck E. Cheese points now. <laughs> that's what they, they should be considered. But still, a large, uh, you know, share of the population sees subscribers and view counts and they're like, oh, yeah, this is popular. And, and I kind of caught myself in the same kind of, uh, manipulation being like, why am I not getting so many views? Why is, and then I, I, I keep forgetting. Well, it could also be that the viewership, uh, the subscriber numbers are also being manipulated in many different ways. You decided to opt out of that system completely. You're not monetized on YouTube. You don't prioritize YouTube. You prioritize your website. We've been trying to make different kind of segues out. We've been trying an email list. Now our emails are going to the spam box. <laughs> We've been trying with our website. Almost a thousand people a day are being unsubscribed from our channel, including videographers that I hired that are watching our videos every single day. And they're like, yeah, I was just... Uh, unsubscribe so we gotta understand we're playing on their turf and they're they of course are going aren't going to be playing fairly and when we're playing there we, you know what we're doing is essentially is what you described we're trying to get people out of the matrix we're trying to get them to take the blindfold out of their uh their heads trying to take it off and being like hey there's a whole nother reality and the way that our reality is being manipulated, we still don't know the full ramifications of it because it's a society. Ultimately, I would argue, James, it's a society that's being created, not just manipulated, but pushed along in a certain way by an algorithm that, of course, is only working for the special interests. It's not working for you and me. When did a pr private multinational corporation have the best interests of everyone? Uh, they don't, but they're entrusted somehow to have it, which is just absolutely ridiculous. Another thing that I wanted to kind of delve into was my second truth, and I kind of wanted your feedback on, was that it's not as bad as as the news media kind of makes it out. Specifically, I wanted to talk about the quality of life, uh, a lot of statistics showing that violent crimes are going down, showing that education literally see, uh, is going up, poverty is going down. I wanted to talk about the overall larger const uh, context of life is, is, is not as bad as the media makes it out to be. And I think the media has to make it bad in order to sell the headlines to push in sort of a trauma, kind of a trauma based mind control system that is pushing for more pain and hurt. And some would argue that this is being done because of monetary incentives. Some people say it's being done because of a bigger conspiracy. I wanted your take on just the, the state of the world and the, the picture that the media paints compared to the reality of it. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. And in many ways, I agree with it. Although I'm not on the kind of Steven Pinker, everything's getting better with humanity. Why do you why do you care so much kind of attitude, which I think is a psyop in itself. But I agree that there's there is fear porn that is programmed into us to make us afraid of our neighbors and afraid of the world outside. Um, but it is always a measure of relative uh, relative comfort as opposed to what uh, you can Talk till you're blue in the face to someone who's just lost their job and doesn't have any income and then is living, you know, hand to mouth. You can you say, oh, but look, the we just hit a record high in the stock market and blah, blah, blah. And all these phony metrics It doesn't mean anything to that person. Right. And you can say a million bad things to someone who's having a good day and it won't mean anything to that person. Um, uh, the, the point is always relative to what and if if the model that we're given by the media is always one of divide and conquer, which it is, obviously, we have to hate this person, we have to fear this person, can you believe what this person said, can you believe what this uh, politician is doing, uh, it's always driving the wedge and it's always trying to make us feel like the world is collapsing. Um, and I've actually talked about this quite specifically, I did a, 
a podcast episode once on uh, the coming anastrophe, which was a, co- a term I tried to coin. It's the opposite of catastrophe, right? It's anastrophe. Suddenly, every, what if suddenly we had this model instead of everything suddenly falling apart and going to hell in apocalypse? What about a model of people coming together and supporting each other and finding a way forward? Why is that not even a concept that we have a name for? Right. We can't even put a name to that because it's so far outside of our experience. No, we have to concentrate on catastrophe, cataclysm. Things are going to fall apart. We're all going to die as opposed to, hey, there are a million billion solutions out there. Everyone has their own ideas. We could come together in so many different ways with people around us who mostly care about the same things and want the same things. But we are constantly divided apart. So I, that's the point at which I agree completely with what you're saying. We, we are not presented with models of how to cooperate and how to form solutions. We are being presented only with models of strife in order to keep us apart. Yeah. And, and that's why I would even argue that whatever we focus on, we create. So what kind of realm are we just creating everything that we're kind of uh, propelled to in this kind of negative thought loop cycle that's being pushed by trauma-based mind control. And the mind control is very emotional. Uh, it's very sophisticated, and it plays on our po- uh, uh, points of pain, uh, pain, uh, pain points, to the point where people aren't even rationally, calmly looking at the situation. They're in so much pain. They're in so much trauma that they just want their team, their gang, anything that they're associated with to win, that they're willing to throw out every little form of logic. We were just talking about it in a little bit. Uh, you, you were specifically bringing up Trump supporters. And, 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 I, and I have to say, Trump supporters, um, they're not the most clairvoyant <laughs> of, uh, of groupthink individuals, but some of them are, are a lot more open-minded than the complete other side. I would, I would argue on some context, generally speaking, if, if my audience would allow me to do that. What do you think? What's your assessment on that? Yeah, I don't want to lump everyone in together and put them under a label and then just denigrate them because that's what the mainstream media does and the establishment media and the people who are trying to divide and conquer. What I want to do is point out the types of psychological backflips and manipulations that people put themselves through to make sure that their team is always right and is always the good guys on the clean side and you know anything that happens is good. And I put this specifically in the context of um, feedback that I get about uh, the Baghdadi, uh, you know, uh, we killed him, but here's the one picture we're going to show you of the raid and, uh, just trust us. We got his DNA and then threw him in the, in the ocean, just like a bin Laden. He's done. I mean, just complete blatant nonsense, exactly the same as the blatant nonsense of the OBL story. But when it was Osama bin Laden and it was under Obama, the very same people who are now saying, you know, go Trump, yay, 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 are the ones who eight years ago would have been saying that's a load of garbage and nonsense. And um, and I see this actually from some of the feedback that I get where, no, 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 no. You see, you don't get it. Trump, Trump understands all this and he knows that it's all a game and a charade. But you see, he's playing into it so that he can undermine the propaganda and blah, blah, blah. It's like, what kind of nonsense backflips are you doing to say that this person who has the soapbox of all soapboxes in the world, anything he says is going to be publicized all around the world, who could actually come out and say the truth. No, he's playing into the lies in order to undermine the lies in 14-dimensional chess, blah, blah, blah. You know, that kind of nonsense, which um, I, I, you know, I always want to believe that people really do want the truth. 
even if it means that their side is wrong, even if it means, oh, this guy I supported was lying to me, I, I just want the truth. But most people really don't want that truth. They really don't. And that's, that's, a, that's a difficult pill to swallow um, for, for those of us out there who are truly trying to get to the bottom of these issues. Because uh, it's at that point that you realize, you know, most of the people who even like the things that the work that I do, as soon as I say the thing they don't want to hear, oh, suddenly, oh, I don't know about you. You're, you're kind of weird. Uh, I've always had suspicions about you. Your work isn't as good as it used to be, which it's just it's just disappointing. Like, I don't I don't care about other people's judgment of me, but it's just disappointing that to, to really realize most people are not looking for that truth if it hurts them in what they've constructed their identity around. Yeah, I, th I think we're living in such a fake reality that people aren't even uh, able to to comprehend something that is truthful <laughs> because of so much noise, because yeah. of so much manipulation, yeah. because no one takes a moment to just sit down and to even just like take a breather, relax, and to yeah. contemplate and what's going on because of the news that's cycle. A good point. Yeah, that's a good point because I always, I never want to kick people uh, who are down, and I don't want to insult people who are victimized for being victims. And uh, we have to keep in mind, yes, the entire population of the world really has been under this trauma-based mind control conditioning for so long that yes, I mean, even if truth is screaming at you in the face, it might be hard to even identify it because you've been just surrounded by lies your entire life. So I don't wanna, I don't wanna beat on people for being victims of this, but at some point, you gotta say, you gotta see the truth when it's there in front of your face. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's trauma to the point where it creates post-traumatic stress disorder in a lot of people when they hear something that attacks their own personal truth. There was even scientific studies comparing the fight or flight uh, kind of situation that happens in the human brain when confronted with uh, truths that they didn't agree with. And again, uh, there's so many different points that we could get into this. Uh, the specific point I wanted to make about Baghdadi, that footage that they released looked like it was out of Call of Duty. Again, we're not yeah. getting any form of information. I started questioning it off the bat. And just like you, I got some criticism. But, I'm, I'm you know, just like you were describing, everything's great. That's kind of somewhat my mentality, to be quite honest with you, because I enjoy the, uh, the, the conversations. I enjoy uh, seeing how people tick and how they go about things. And, and it's interesting because one day you have someone saying, oh, man, I love you. You're freaking great. I loved you when you confronted Hillary Clinton. I loved you when you went on Jeffrey Epstein's island. And then the second day, I'm, I'm, I'm the spawn of Satan <laughs> because I called out how Big Daddy was allegedly killed four times. They announced his killing four times. Uh, the U.S. Pentagon, uh, the Syrian government, the Iranian government, the Russian government, uh, the, the human rights observatory in Syria all announced. Baghdadi's dead. Baghdadi's dead all throughout the years. And I'm like, hey, hey, guys, uh, you know, Trump's not being fully honest here. Uh, but but what do you take to some of the criticisms of people saying Trump's fighting the deep state? The media hates him. He's going against the establishment. He's moving troops back. Of course, my answer is, well, he's moving the troops next to the oil fields and he's saying he's going to get them a deal for Exxon and he's still dealing deals with uh, Saudi Arabia. But, but there has to be some kind of different way to reach out to these people to, to, to kind of show them the truth a little bit. Because uh, I, I believe people are afraid to live in the truth because they're afraid of what they're going to confront. But life is so much better, so much more amazing. You're so much more prepared 
prepared. You're so much more empowered when you're living a life filled with truth than delusion. How, what what is there a way, or should we just let yeah. it be? What, yeah, what, what do you think? Where, yeah, this is where you get into strategizing the truth. Like, oh, if I put it this way, or I put it if I kind of cloak it this way, or, or sell it with this sort of package, then maybe these people. Will. I, but that you you start second guessing yourself. I guess there's ways to do it, and I guess you can do the, go go down that sort of PR road. But I'm not going to do that because I'm just going to do what I do, which is just present the information that I have in the best way I can, put it out there. Here's my sources. Here's what here's what I found. And that's that that is what I do. And I can't really if I tried to do it in a different way or strategize to maybe I can get people to to understand it if I do it like this. No, I just got to do it the way I do it. And uh, it that will resonate with some people. It will turn other people off. We all just have to do what we can, because my point has always been that as long as there are enough of us out there doing this and enough people putting it in their own way, look, I'm not right about everything and I'm going to get things wrong and I'm going to say things in a way that's going to offend people or gonna, I'm going to turn some people off, whatever. But everyone out there putting it out in their own way is the only way forward. It's, it's, this, it's not in me, it's not in you, it's in all of us working together. And that is the real revolution that they're scared of, which is exactly why the YouTubes and Facebooks and Googles have been consolidated into these internet behemoths that must be controlled because what they are really afraid of is us using the computing power and other technologies that really could help us to become the the promise of the internet and all of this. Uh, they they desperately want to shut that down. And that's actually a point that I'm, I'm really starting to think about right now and I'm definitely going to put something together on the ways that the technology itself, just the hardware of your physical desktop as a, a, a hard drive that you possess and you control and you store data there and they're trying to eliminate that. And pretty soon all you're going to have, you're going to have your little digital fondle slab that, you know, ha everything is stored in a cloud that can be manipulated and erased at any time that the powers that shouldn't be wanted. That's the vision of the future that we have to fight against. We have to understand this power is here and if we use it, we can accomplish something together. Uh, if that's taken away, game over. Yeah, and it's a it's a double edged sword, and it could be used for good, and it could be used for bad. And and there's a lot of potential for bad because just like programming on television was was you know all that people saw. Now the internet and the algorithms they're having a tight squeeze on it, and they're doing everything they can to control almost every aspect of it, and they control it more than we think, and it's more sinister than we could even imagine as human beings. Now, as far as just calling out the left and right, just like you were talking about, I do the same thing, probably because I'm stubborn. I know some individuals that pretend to be uh, just on the left or pretend to be just on the right. Some of them are my friends in this kind of industry, and they're like, "No, man, I have to do this to to wake that." I'm like. I don't know. I, I I don't feel comfortable doing that as well because it feels sort of like selling out. It feels like like it feels unethical when I know something and I have to hide it just to play party politics. I feel like I'm pushing the bigger divide. And to me, the biggest difference, the biggest kind of revolution will happen when we evolve and have an evolution away from being divided and conquered and fear-mongered against and understand that the true power really lies within all of us. And it starts with us just calmly sitting there. I'm such a hippie. I can't believe I'm saying this. And meditating, and just relaxing, and just contemplating, and just not being in that 24-hour news cycle where you have people screaming at you, telling you, you need to see this, you need to do this, do this, we're under attack, it's over, doomsday, Armageddon, World War Three, Civil War, Ebola, zombie apocalypse is here. 
but you could buy my pills and things will be better. Yeah, you're so right. I mean, look, it doesn't have to be hippy dippy or anything, but just how much time every day do people have to actually sit down and reflect and think about things without some sort of media input, some voice in their ear, some screen in front of their face? How much time? Even myself. I all day I'm getting on podcasts and watching videos and I'm talking to people on the Internet. But how much time do I have to sit down and actually just reflect and, and be in my own head? And that's something we are starting to lose. And it is an important aspect of human nature. It shouldn't even need to be said that we need this uh, this type of reflectivity in order to function as real human beings in the real world, grounded in reality around us rather than what we see through a screen, uh, myself included. So, uh you're exactly right. We need more time for that. Yeah, yeah. Go out there. Be a dirty hippie. Hell, take off your socks. Put your feet in the ground. Do some grounding and uh, take a moment and just relax a little bit. I, I, I'm saying this because I was guilty just like you are. I mean, I, it was just nonstop. It was like I, I, I did the horrible – I made the horrible, horrible mistake just a few years ago of constantly having CNN on, just trying to look at all – like being bombar- bombarded with them 16 hours a day, CNN playing on my television as I'm going through all the news. And I'm like, what am I doing? Uh, and just, you know, uh, un- until a couple months ago, I really started taking care of my physical and mental health. The mental health is just as important as your physical health because as we consume food, we have to understand that the same way we consume good food and bad food and we feel good and bad because of this, that, that food, the same thing happens with the stimuli, the constant bombardment of information with whatever's coming through your phone or your television or your computer screen. If it's bad information, if it's negative information, it's going to have a negative bad effect on you. And I think this is why we're having such a kind of mental health crisis in the Western world. But that's my own personal theory. But overall, um, I've been taking a lot of times, even today, I took a long walk contemplated a bunch of things or started my morning woke up just sat there and just processed a lot of the information did my little meditation trust me i feel a lot better because of it and and just realizing today looking around life is not as bad as the media makes it out our life is determined by us and it's determined by us once we realize the true power that we have james Thank you so much for for coming on. It's like two o'clock in the morning uh, for me here in New York City. I hope it's a better time for you there. Use this as an opportunity to remind anyone who's subscribed to you to check whether they are still subscribed to me, because as you say, people are getting unsubscribed. And anyone who's subscribed to me should check if they are still subscribed to you, because people are getting automatically unsubscribed. And hey, why not try to find other ways to get this information rather than just through YouTube, like CorbettReport.com. Yep, CorbettReport.com will be in the description as well as your YouTube channel. I definitely recommend people check that out. And I sincerely want to thank all the people, even the people leaving comments like, hey, I just been unsubscribed 10 times. I want to thank those people individually for individually coming back every single time and clicking subscribe. Uh, this is this is going to be a, a fight. This is going to be something that's going to be long. It's going to be drawn out. It's not going to be easy. But if it was easy, it wouldn't be worth it. And it's it's a worthwhile fight. It's a fight for you. It's a fight for me. It's a fight for us. It's a fight for the future. And it's a fight that begins with one small uh, conscious action moving in the right direction. I hope we illuminated you. Oh, there's going to be a whole bunch of conspiracies about that. <laughs> I hope we uh, allowed you to see some of those possibilities. James, thank you again of the Corbett Report for joining me today. Stay tuned for more here. Uh, on, sorry, yeah, yeah. Me, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't get a chance to say it on air. Uh, hats off to you for the uh, Epstein Island uh, storming. That I mean, that's the kind of stuff. Again, I wish more people were doing that. So I'm glad you're mo- out there modeling it. Yep. And just a reminder, Epstein didn't kill himself. Stay tuned for more here on WeAreChange.org. The Corbett Report is brought to you by you. Your support makes The Corbett Report possible. 
Sign up for the subscriber newsletter or purchase a DVD at corbettreport.com support.